0: That's B O D I dot com.
1: If you want to support the show, the best way you can is through any of the books or current ongoing Vela shorts that are being released on a regular basis. The easiest way to find this is to go to bitbit.ly slash tmrbooks, and you'll have links there to everything. All of my Kindle books are available for free if you have Kindle Unlimited. You don't have to pay anything. You get it with your subscription. You can read them all. They're all in screenplay format. That includes Swan Song, The Muses, Duet, In The End. Our past does not define us. Anything else that I've written, that's available on Kindle. It's available there. You can buy a soft cover if you want. Uh, there's a hardcover collection of all of the Swan Song books, all combined into one. That's available as a hardcover. You can pre-order Echo Alpha, which is coming out in November. All of these things are available if you go uh, on Amazon. But, quick link, if you go bit.ly B-I-T slash tmrbooks, I have them all there, nice, easily cataloged. Also, down toward the bottom, we have the Kindle Vella content. Uh, the first three episodes are always free. And then after that, um, there's a token system that you can use to... to you know, read. Even if you don't like it, just give it a thumbs up. Uh, that way we can get it up higher so more people see it. So one final time, that's bitbit.ly slash tmrbooks and every Wednesday, there's a new Vela book that goes up. Taser and Acrobat, Nanite and Rosebud, Tales from Another World, and The Alchemist and the Illusionist. All go up on Wednesdays and it's all available on uh, Kindle Vela. All of this is available bitbit.ly slash tmrbooks. Welcome to Beware of Spoilers. I am Adam. Let's discuss episode 5 of What If? Yeah, because there was Captain Carter, then Chala as Star-Lord, then episode 3 was Serial Killer, then episode 4 was Doctor Strange, and then episode 5 now is Zombies, which I gotta say, I like that they had zombies. what if Zombies was just the title of the episode, and they didn't, like, try to, like, explain the conceit of the episode in the, like, the title. Um, because I saw it this morning, like, when I, like, every morning I wake up, on one, or every Wednesday I wake up, and I look to see what the episode is of that week. And I'm like, ugh. And it was like, I don't, like, this is the episode I was dreading, because it's like, it kind of goes against the conceal of the show. And it's like, I was thinking about it while I was, like, getting ready and everything. It's like, well how could you do this? And I'm like, maybe they're going to say that, like, the virus that Crossbones was after in Civil War, is like, got out, and that was the, you know, the, the inflection point. But I, I, they, they did it slightly differently. Now, again, they play with the timeline a little bit. Not really play with the timeline, but it requires you to, like, think about it. Like, the entirety of Ant-Man and the Wasp takes place during Infinity War. Where the post credit scene takes place... Well, I don't know how much time actually physically elapses during Infinity War. But, like, the post credit scene of Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is like, two weeks later, is at the time of the snap. So, by the time, like, the the, the Black Order come to Earth and, and Hulk comes to Earth, the zombie apocalypse is already upon us. And you get this, you know, you have a small little ragtag team of, you know, Avengers who are, you know, or the remnants who are going to, you know, try and... Stop the zombie apocalypse, and I'll give the show this: the action's really good. I mean, it's a pretty, you know, cut and dry zombie apocalypse episode. If you've seen one, you've seen them all. Where it's like, you know, zombies are here; they gotta get to point, get from point A to point B, and someone on the team's gonna get bit by a, uh, get you know, bit by a zombie and slowly turn into a zombie, then have a heroic sacrifice moment. It's like we've seen this before. Nothing new was gonna come of it, but again, like other episodes, this one has a cool thing where it's like it's setting up a sequel at the end, where it's like Thanos has come to Earth, because that's something that kind of happens here. Is in the beginning, it's it kind of starts with like you know, the you know the Infinity War has kicked off, where it's like presumably the Asgardian ship has been destroyed, Hulk has been sent to Earth. And now Thanos sends the Black Order to Earth to get the the Mind Stone and the Time Stone. Meanwhile, Thanos still has to go to nowhere, get the... What's it called? Go to nowhere and get the uh, the Reality Stone, um, capture Gamora, interrogate at the location of Vormir, get, go to Vormir, kill Gamora, get the Soul Stone, and then rather than go to Titan, I guess he goes to Earth. But... You know, all of that is still happening like normal. And I think that that's really what I really like about this episode the most is that, like, they committed to that, where it's like, yeah, all of that would have happened independent of that, you know, because what happens with, you know, Tony and, you know, Doctor Strange and Spitz doesn't change, like, wouldn't that wouldn't happen, but that doesn't have an impact until he's already gotten those two stones. And he wouldn't have to go to Titan to get that stone because, you know... Tony and Doctor Strange are both dead. So I kinda make it, like that was something I really like. And this episode is pretty like the story is basic, but it's done well. And as long as you do it well, then I guess it, it shouldn't matter too much. What else do I want to say about this? Um the gore. Oh my god. Like I was see, and that was something else that I was hesitant about with this episode. It was how much are they going to like how much are they going to commit to the like the zombiness of it? Like if you're going to do a zombie episode, you gotta, like, it, it, there's a certain amount of grotesque body horror that goes into creating something like this. And this, they commit. Like, it opens and, like, Iron Man's beheaded in, like, the first five minutes. Like, it, like at, at one point, um, Sharon Carter gets bit by a zombie and turns into a zombie. So, Hope kills her by shrinking down, flying into her mouth, and expanding inside of her head. And it's like, it's fucking bizarre. And I'm like, they let them do this over at Disney. Like, we're going to do an animated show on Disney Plus, which by and large is, um, it has the same, like, comedic sensibilities as any other, like, Disney Channel original animated show. Or, like, I don't want to even say that. I'm going to say, like, if you watch, like, you know any other animated show. It's got the same comedic timing and, and all of that. So, and it's like, they, they commit here with this. And again, I have this issue where it's like, if it weren't for WandaVision, we wouldn't be able... Like, and even with WandaVision, I still don't buy... Like, the, the relationship between the Vision and Wanda is, is this one where it's like, you know, the two of them are willing to go to such disturbing lengths to keep up the illusion that they're in this relationship. Like the idea that, you know, in WandaVision she's willing to abduct an entire town and mind control them into living out this this perverse fantasy life based on sitcoms, while at the same time, like, you know, here he he is here and the zombie apocalypse has happened. Somehow Wanda got bit by a zombie. I mean, I guess she got bit the same way that like Tony Stark did with Ant-Man, Ant-Man shrunk down and bit him, but, like, I think that if if that's the, like, how would she get bit by a zombie is a question I have, but she gets bit, and now Vision is keeping her locked up in the basement and is feeding people to her. Like, it, it's it's so bizarre, and it's, like, here's the thing. It's, like, I, I said it with, like, you know, last week when we were talking about um, uh, Doctor Strange, where it's, like, in his movie... The relationship between him and Christine isn't one where it's like, I could see this happening, because we haven't spent enough time with the character. Uh, Christine only had the one movie, and in the movie she had maybe 20 minutes of screen time, if that. And I think that's me being incredibly generous. It, it's not enough to be like, I could see him doing this and moving heaven and earth to revive her. I like It's not something that's sellable in this movie. Similarly, up until WandaVision, we didn't have this thing where it's like, these two are this much in love that they're willing to go to these lengths. Like, I I buy this, you know, kind of more because of Vision. No, but even that, it's like, on what planet would Vision being this being who, you know, operates entirely on the strictest of logic be like, yeah, let me do this, this makes sense. Like, no, that, that would make no... Like, if, Like, if he's willing to sacrifice his own life for everyone else in Infinity War that it doesn't quite... Like, I don't understand it. it it's it's kind of a problem in this, is, is that, like, vision's there. I saw some criticisms online that were like, uh, and we now have two episodes where Hank Pym ruined everything. Like, I wouldn't say Hank Pym ruined this one. Um, And by the way, when they went back to the quantum, like, the quantum realm, and you see the quantum realm rendered in the, the animation style, it's beautiful. And that's the thing with this show, is, like, everything about it is beautiful. Even when they cut Captain America in half with his own shield, and Bucky takes up the shield, it's, you know, it, it's cool, but I think that, like, where we're going to go with this is that the Marvel Zombies timeline is going to be where they do the endgame story, um, which is not, like, it's one of those things where it was a key selling point of the show, I would say, as much as Captain, like, Captain Carter was definitely number one, had Chadwick Bozeman not died, I feel like his episode would have been number three and Marvel Zombies would've been number two. But I uh, and I think that like, you know, if we look at how this kind of broadly works and how this, you know, what what we're what we're kind of expecting watching this show, I think that it's, it, it, like, this episode is the strongest, but it's still not a great show altogether. Hopefully we get a little more time before we get into the, like, the sequels and we get some more cool concepts. Like, I like I, the Doctor Strange story, I think, is going to get sequelized only because I said this last week, before comicbook.com ran it, that I think this is going to be the Doctor Strange that we see in um, No Way Home is going to be the one from that timeline. We also have a trailer... Where we see this Doctor Strange interacting with Captain Carter. And there are rumors that she's going to appear in Into the Multiverse of Madness. So, you know, by and large, there's a lot of options here that can be explored. And I think that, like, you know, we're, we are going to get the Ego episode. We are going to get the, the the new Avengers fighting the Asgardians in that timeline. We are going to get Captain Carter and, and the, the Avengers of that timeline We're going to get all these things, but, like, I want to see more. Like, I think we're going to get, before we go really too much further, we have to get the one of Tony Stark, you know, being saved by Killmonger. I want to know the circumstances that lead to that scenario. So with that, we'll wrap up here for today. Uh, we got a pretty packed weekend coming up with the card counter and then small engine repair Saturday and then Sunday on here. On 30-Minute Reviews this week, we're going to be covering Shang-Chi's record-shattering box office, uh, the Disney Genie Plus incident, I guess we'll call it, in, um, down in in, uh, in Disney World and Disneyland, and we'll talk about um, Rogue One and two episodes of Flash. So until then, have a great rest of your day. Do you like the show? Do you hate the show? Are you indifferent to the show? No matter what, you should probably let us know what we're doing so we can change it to better suit you, the listener's needs. You can go to either bitbit.ly boscontact which is a contact form page you can use. Also, you can just email us directly at 30 reviews at gmail.com. If you have questions that you would like us to answer, we can answer them on the air. We have a few questions every week that will be selected to be answered on air. Um, so if you want to tell us what we should do or if you have a suggestion for a movie or a TV show or something we should cover, go to bitbit.ly slash B-O-S contact, and also email us 30 reviews at gmail.com.